And on this Thursday, we turn our attention to news and views as we kick things off here on the Hub of New Mexico with Pastor Dewey Modi. Morning, my brother. Good morning. Happy belated birthday. And I enjoyed every moment of my day yesterday. I had a great time. A lot of fun. Uh, just, I, I couldn't, couldn't ask for a better day. Yeah. Are you 39 now? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to admit that I finally crossed that threshold and I am that old at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, you shine your light brightly, brother. I'm trying. <laughs> trying. Christ in you, in me, the hope of glory. You know what? I always, always love that passage of scripture that talked about, uh, you know, being a light. Well, we don't have any light in us, but uh, like the moon, we can reflect that light of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and it is glorious, uh, not because of what we do, but because of who He is. So that's that's always been my thought. Always been a thought. So I got to ask you how your golf game went. <laughs> That is the first time I've ever golfed with my wife, and we had a blast. I, <laughs> I, my sons knew I was going to do this. Other people knew we were going to do this. I had no idea. We drive up to uh, Los Altos and play the short course, and it was just <laughs> just so much fun watching Laura play golf for the very first time. And I don't remember what I shot. It doesn't matter. I played right-handed because I didn't have. She didn't know where my clubs were at. <laughs> I hadn't played right-handed since I, I started playing golf some 40 years ago. <laughs> and probably it improved my game. I, as a, as the game went on, I got better and better at it. But uh, it was a blast. It was a highlight of my, of my day. You know, sadly, I guess, or I don't know, my golf clubs are still in my bag from moving here in 1995, and I've never used them since. I used to golf maybe a couple times a month, but mm-hmm. then they banned me in Indiana because I caused too many dust storms by golf. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. I, I think one year, when I first moved to uh, Albuquerque, it was a couple of years into living in the Duke City, that, that I went out and played one game every month just to see if it could be done in Albuquerque. Every month of the year, mm-hmm. I went out and played a game. And that was the most golf I've ever played in my life, except for when I was a, a youngster trying to learn how to play it. Yeah. Well, you know, I was talking to my doctor, Mark Schwartz, the other day, because he golfs on Fridays or Saturdays. And he was telling me about how, and I you know, knew this, but I didn't know it was still as strong, but uh, people fly into golf and vacation in Albuquerque, uh, at the different courses, and he was telling me about Los Altos is mm-hmm. one of the best courses in the country and how highly rated the courses in, in Albuquerque area are. That's pretty cool to hear. There's some good ones. There are really some good ones. I think, I've never played it, but I'd love to go see Pop play Paco Ridge over in the uh, East Mountain. That, that's the one that Dr. Mark said is the best in America. I just, I, I can't say that i know that much about golf to say that but it sure looks like it must be a great course the greens are pristine and you know you're talking about a guy who dr mark golfed on in the east coast and mm. all over america and he his friends come out just to golf that course he says it's pristine yeah yeah that's uh, i've heard great things about it uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll go over there but you know what it's, it's like Courses like that are way beyond me, so I, I just stick with the little, the little safe ones. 
Yeah, well, I'd have to go to putt putt at this point. <laughs> uh, if I were to, if I were to have uh, bet where I was going to go with my wife last night, I would have thought maybe a putt putt. But <laughs> yeah, she's good. She's good. She got she got a legitimate par on one of the. Well, yeah, there you go. You know, back home when we were growing up, only the rich people would golf, and so we yeah. called it cow pool pasture. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, this, having a birthday doesn't have to be a devastating thing. I know some people get depressed over their age. It, it, it's a number. I was, we were sitting with uh, Pastor Rick and his and his wife Jean uh, yesterday, and just you know, it's like I, I like that old phrase. You know, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? Thank you, Satchel Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got to play. You know, cowpool pasture. You know. <laughs> It was, it was fun. It was fun. Well, well, you, you in the meantime, while I played, you were busy working. You're covering the scene of a lot of things that are going on. Folks can check it out at fggam.org. That's fggam.org, or go to, on go on Facebook and uh, and follow Dewey on uh, for God's Glory Alone Ministries or fggam. Uh, anything in particular that uh, you want to point out this morning or talk about? Well, I think, Dan, the one thing we really need to be praying about is this situation with North Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems to become more more and more dangerous every day. You you have a loose, a nutcase in North Korea, and now he says he's going to be attacking Guam. And uh, this is a serious situation. Yeah. And I and I don't I want people to really realize this is a serious situation. And it has deteriorated, and it's a result of uh, a lack of good policy on America's part with North Korea. We're in this spot because we kind of, you know, made the road for him to get to where he's at. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very dangerous situation. And, you know, I see some people saying we're going to war, 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 but, you know, it will not take long, even though we would be able to knock out their uh, lethal weapons in mm-hmm. 15 minutes, according to the United States military. It'll just take a few minutes for them to do severe damage in South Korea and to our troops. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, very, very close to South Korea, very close to Japan as well. The, uh, the third uh, most productive uh, economy in the world behind the United States and China. You'd be, you're talking about a devastation, not only that, but... Uh, hundreds of thousands of lives which could be lost. I mean, what's what's more frightening, a, a serious uh, madman or a mad madman? And, and definitely you have a fanatical madman on the throne in, in North Korea. And and put a lot of uh, you know, casting blame is a little late, but I mean, I, just like the Obama administration opened the door for Iran, it was the Clinton administration that opened the door for for North Korea. You know, we talked about that yesterday, didn't we? You know, Dan, also, you know, the, the people of Guam, you know, are saying that we, we're relying on the United States military to protect us, and we're just so thankful for America. You know, we must not forget that still much of the world looks to mm-hmm. America to help them. Yeah. Let's talk about for a moment, and this is an aside, the uh, the response of, of President Donald Trump. I mean... This is not a time for tweeting and off-the-cuff remarks from the President of the United States. Absolutely. You know, I heard a uh, 
wise legislator, former legislator in Wyoming, a uh, very strong Republican, a supporter of President Trump, and, he, and he's the editor of the newspaper in this small town in Wyoming, and he said, yes, I did vote for President Trump, but by golly, can he quit tweeting and, and hurting his cause and hurting his credibility? Yeah, yeah. I, I think every individual who, who rises to that uh, role of President of the United States has to soak in the, well, the importance of, how, well, how, how important every word they speak is. And I think that's something that every presidential person who rises to president has to learn. And, and uh, of, of the, all the things that uh, Donald Trump has done, I mean, you know, look at how he's disposed of numerous regulations, how he's gotten Neil Gorsuch into the, under the Supreme Court. There's other things you can say, boy, he's done it well. I just wish he would be more presidential in his uh, style. If you're going to use Twitter, uh, use it in a responsible fashion. Do not announce policy or decisions over Twitter or anything like that. And, Dan, we're at a very crucial point where we're at the tipping point as far as I'm concerned. Are we going to have war or not war with North Korea? Uh, and it's very, very important that we pray that the President of the United States has godly discernment and mm-hmm. wisdom in the words he uses right now in this critical point in history. Yeah. Uh, one, one aspect on this, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but uh, the, the role of China. Uh, I mean, uh, we as the United States have kind of relied on China to, to deal with North Korea. Is China that impotent when it comes to Kim Jong-un, or do they just not care? Do we know? Well, we have to keep in mind that China is not our friend. China is a country that kills people, just like North Korea. China is a communist country. China wants to rule the world. Just look at what they're doing all around the world, including capturing oil from the sea. Uh, They have their own self-interest, so we'll see how they play the game. The key here is don't trust China. Hmm. It's a great reminder. It's a great reminder. You're absolutely right. They're they're working for world dominance, and it could very well be that uh, the United States tangling with North Korea plays right into their hands. You know, we have to be very, very careful here, and... That's where I just pray that discernment and wisdom for things we say and do. And, and uh, you know, Dan, we, like you just said, you don't like to go back and look at things, but I always love to because history really shows why we're at where we're at. Mm-hmm. And we're in this situation because of decisions leaders of our country have made or failed to make, and that's why we're here. And we have to be so careful. And, and, and being careful means being strong, and bold and patient, and don't play your cards. Don't share your strategy with the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, and I know that when you mention something like this, here's my my concern about it. everybody who says, "Oh, yeah, that's easy for you to say now," but there are consequences to the decisions that the presidents have made, and whether they're Republican or Democrat, good good decisions, bad decisions, they are things that, uh, that we as a people have to live with. And when you open the door to, for a, uh, a uh, spurious country to have nuclear arms, uh, you're, you're, opening, you're opening a box that you just don't want to open up, and that's what I mean. Clinton's uh, on, 
on uh, North Korea and uh, Obama on, uh, on Iran. I'm sorry, yeah, Iran, opening up those doors. Just not a wise move. And, Dan, you, you know, you know for sure that Iran is watching this situation mm-hmm. yeah. so closely. Yeah, well, and they work closely with North Korea, apparently. They seem right. to be sharing information. Well, and, and Iran has received uh, weapons and so forth and technology from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, this is a uh, dangerous situation. And I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends would say, well, we could, we could roll through North Korea and roll them up and, and dispose of this dictator forever, but it would be at the great, a great cost of American lives. Uh, so, I, you know, sure. just... Yeah, right there in South Korea, right there mm-hmm. in the DMZ. That's mm-hmm. the danger, and the, my goodness sakes. Um, and like I say, this is a very critical, I will, uh, I would kind of, take this situation and compare it in some ways to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Dewey. That's a good point. Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, to Donald Trump what the Cuban Missile Crisis was. It could come out that way, was to uh, John F. Kennedy. Good point. And the, the situation here compared to the Cuban Missile Crisis is uh, JFK was dealing with you know, the, the Russian leadership. And mm-hmm. uh, right now we're dealing with just a fanatical crazy man yeah. who's yeah. killed his own family in North Korea. So the, the leader of North Korea is so unstable. That's what makes this even more dangerous than the mm-hmm. Cuban Missile Crisis in my mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At some point you realize that the uh, Soviet Union did care, somewhat cared, uh, at least under Khrushchev, somewhat cared about their people. Uh, Kim Jong-un has no concern for anyone but himself, so bear that in mind. So, Dan, I'll bring up a subject that a lot of people don't like to talk about, but it's something, you know, in in some cases like this, I said, this is the time to call Israel and let Israel do what they need to do. Um, You know, one of my my military friends is saying there needs to be a coup in North Korea, Mm -hmm. or he needs to be, and I'm sorry... Uh, to say this, but he needs to be taken out, mm-hmm. and um, maybe you know Israel knows how to do that with precision and mm-hmm. secrecy. Um, that is something that you have in these cases. You have to be like Harry Truman, and you have to go. Okay, if I do this, this many people may die, or if I do this, this many people may die. Uh, this is kind of what these things come down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know if the people in this world and in America are willing to face decisions like that to take out a leader of a foreign country to hopefully, prayerfully prevent the killing of thousands. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's pray for great wisdom for our president. You know, I, I always reflect on my birthday yesterday. The, uh, the That was the date of the second uh atomic bomb that was the only other one we had and yet harry truman played uh played uh played a trump card so to speak because uh he he made it sound like there were more all those uh those atomic <laughs> weapons which there were not at that point in time now we could have made some more would have taken more time etc 
But your existence, because your dad was in the Marine Corps, my existence was my dad who was in the Navy right off the coast of uh, Japan. I mean, uh, their their very lives, their very existence was at stake. Uh, the future of so many was at stake. And at one point in time, Harry Truman ruled, rolled the dice, so to speak, uh, and God directed where they landed. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad was on a ship with other Marines ready to go and invade Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dan, don't you think these discussions um, and issues really need to be uh, out in the open with the American people where we stand on different issues and different things? Uh, I don't know. You know, I've had many people tell me, you know, if we had to fight a world war, we don't have the will as a country to go to war anymore. And Those are huge discussions, really, I think we as a country ignore because we're in such a battle of Republicans versus Democrats and mm-hmm. policies, and we are spending so much of our energy and focus on things where a lot of these issues are getting just discarded and not addressed like they should be addressed. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that the, the, the present uh, division that we have politically uh, does detour a lot of those more profitable conversations as you speak. I, I agree with you on that. We are wasting a lot of brain cells uh, yeah. on issues that just, uh, I mean, how many times have we plowed the fields of Obamacare? Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the health care in, in our nation is lagging, uh, I mean, as far as affordability. And anyway, we could go on with that conversation, couldn't we? Yeah, the, the issues of, of that so much are so important to the common folk like you and I and so many of your listeners are getting ignored and um, Obamacare is going to implode and it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's the truth. They'll just wheel. Everybody just wants it to go away. <laughs> well, you got to deal with it. It was, with it. It was interesting last night on KOB TV to listen to these small business owners downtown on how they've put their lives on the line for their small businesses and in trying to succeed in serving the people mm-hmm. of Albuquerque with their restaurants and so forth with small businesses and how they're so discouraged about not getting any help from the city to fight the crime and, and how customers uh, have stopped coming in because of crime downtown and different issues, or don't uh, we don't take cash after three o'clock? We only use credit cards because we've been robbed so many times and things like that. It's mm-hmm. just uh, the the common folk, it seems, in our country in our cities um, are not getting listened to like um, maybe they used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this all shows exactly the type of atmosphere there would be before Jesus comes back. You know, the wars, rumors of wars, all the things that. Uh, that uh, that frighten and and make hearts weak. Uh, so we need to we need to realize that uh, the return of Jesus Christ could come at any point in time. Amen. And yep, it's kind of like when you have problems in your own household. If you don't address those problems, they tear apart your family, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. All right. Pastor Dewey Modi, news and views on this Thursday. Thank you, Dewey. Appreciate it, my brother. I know we went pretty deep. That's okay. And, uh, this was good. This was good conversation. It's uh, 
so much better than the 60-second radio stuff and TV stuff that appears to be the thing of the day in America, and that's kind of our problem. We don't spend enough time talking in depth about these issues from right. a biblical standpoint. I agree 100%. Bless you, my brother. Uh, we'll be, you're off to reserve this weekend again? I have the weekend off. Oh, that's right. Okay. You, I, I always forget when you did your two in a row. Okay. Praying for you then. You have a great restful weekend. As long as the twins keep winning, I will. <laughs> Amen. I've gone to rooting for your twins over my Cubs any day now. So, All right, hey, How about Cologne last night, man? The guy's 44 and he pitches seven shutout innings. Isn't that something? <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's been watching you. So that's how he knows that he's still got some game left. <laughs> hey, Dan, one of the uh, veteran sports writers in Minnesota, Ray, wrote a great article that Cologne brought back childhood memories for him sitting on his front porch in Folden, Minnesota, where they used to throw the ball around and just pitch it and then look at the catcher and pitch it. And Cologne's got that. He's so crafty. He mm-hmm. just takes that ball and he can put it where he wants it and he can speed it up, slow it down, make it break at 44 doing what he's doing. Should inspire us all. Absolutely. Just keep doing what you love to do. You'll never, never tire of it. All right, Dewey. Bless you, my brother. See ya. All right. Bye bye. Pastor Dewey Modi, news and views. A lot of news, a lot of views here on the hub of New Mexico.